0: Many who are first will be last and the last first so the last will be first and the first last for many are called but few are chosen matthew 22:14. 14 the most precious thing on the planet to a man is a woman but when you don't know your value the world will consume you for pennies on a dollar you are the prize because real eyes realize real lies they thought they buried me alive through dirt on my name thinking they would run a game they tried to cut me, thinking that I would bleed. I go by Jazz Bowen from now on. I am a chosen one, and I bleed star seed. Hey, chosen vessel. I hope this message finds you blessed. Okay. So, real quick today, I'm sitting here reading my word, and I'm in the book of Luke. And one thing that God has told me this morning was to pray with power. Okay. That's going to be this is what we're going to be talking about kind of the outline. I'm going to teach you how to pray with power. And I just want to say this one thing. And God put this on my heart to say. Why would you trust someone 100%? Now, we're talk let's just say in the aspects of being in a relationship. Okay? If you're a man, you know, woman, whatever, you know, the way this world is very fluid, so don't get upset just get in where you fit in, all right? So, you would, so you're telling me that you chosen vessel. You, oh, look at a doll, like an old man. All right, so you're saying that you would rather trust in somebody who either you know or there's even a slight possibility that they can let you down. Seriously? You're telling me that you would rather trust in somebody who, matter of fact, I switched that up. You'd rather trust in somebody who you know that's going to let you down because everybody, nobody's perfect, okay? Nobody's perfect and nothing new is under the sun. So, to me, it blows my mind because I've been activating my spiritual discernment and I'm thinking to myself, like, what sense would it make to trust in somebody of the flesh instead of looking at their spirit, okay? But not only that, why would you trust in somebody who, they're, even if it's a slight possibility, they're gonna let you down. They're gonna break your heart. They're gonna lead you astray. Break your heart. They're gonna break your heart. Lead you astray. They might even try to break you. For me and my household, we praise God, okay? But, it goes deeper than that because, honestly, I find peace in God. I find peace in Jesus. I find peace. I have this new now, like this incomprehensible peace that nobody can take away from me. Because I've lived my days of hell. I've tap danced for the devil, honey. I've danced to the devil's tune. I'm not doing that anymore. It's led me nowhere. And now that I have accepted Lord and Savior as my Jesus Christ, mm, I'm going somewhere. I'm going places. Okay? So I just dropped by to say this message. My thing is this. Would you rather be with somebody who you know? Would you rather put your all like Of course if you're in a relationship, of course, you of course you wanna trust your your companion. Okay? But at the end of the day, why would you give your all to somebody who won't give their all to you? And or why would you give your all to somebody who's gonna possibly let you down when you can follow our Lord and Savior, and he'll never let you die. Personally, to me, spiritually, okay? Once, thank you, Holy Spirit, once you follow the Most High and everything he has for you, spiritually, that means that he's gonna bring who you need and who he's destined with you into the flesh. It makes perfect sense, okay? I'm not gonna say common sense because common sense is so common. But I'm just saying, I would rather follow someone who I know so I know for a fact he will never, ever, 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 ever let me down than to follow somebody of the flesh who I know it could be a possibility. If I put my heart in you, you're going to break it. No, 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 no. That's why you have to use your spiritual discernment chosen vessel because if you don't, you are going to crash and burn. And I hate to put it that way, but hey, I got to give it to you. I got to stick it. Our scripture of the day is going to come from the book of Luke. all right? so if you can turn with me and if you can't just listen, all right it's going to come from the book of Luke chapter seven verses 47. all right? So it says, "Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much, but he who, calm down jazz <laughs> but he who is forgiven, little loves little." So if you have some type of bitterness, and I'm not only talking about companionship, I'm talking about just nationwide and worldwide, you know, from your day to day. If you have any bitterness in your heart, if you have any animosity, or if you you carry around grudges, that means that you have not forgiven the people that have hurt you. Some people know they hurt you, and some people don't, but it doesn't really matter because that's basically, like I always say, forgiving someone excuse me, not forgiving someone is like walking around, drinking poison, waiting for the other person to die when they don't even care about you. They're not even thinking about you, okay? So you're holding a grudge for what? They're not in your life anymore, so what you holding a grudge for? You know, and if they are, then hey, that's just you. But I love this scripture. It spoke to me because you can't, it's not possible to, I mean, anything's possible, but I'm just speaking from my perspective. Forgiving people overnight Where? mm that don't it doesn't work like that, so Holy Spirit help me articulate this. It does not work like that. so if somebody has hurt you beyond repair, which is also impossible because you gotta think about it if somebody hurts you and they break you down and you are not broken, you think you're broken, you have the illusion, you're like plexiglass, all right you're stronger than you think, you look flawless. Okay, you look flawless, but at the end of the day, inside you have damages, you have nicks, you have scrapes, you have tears. Some some of you even have um injuries beyond repair. And that's why I love my podcast and I love what it stands for because this podcast is gonna help you repair all of the people. All the all all slow down. <laughs> this podcast is gonna help you. Repair all of the wounds, all of the injuries from the people that hurt you. Because you gotta think about it, let's say if somebody in your past, you but y'all don't talk no more, or you don't even have no contact with them, you're sitting here holding a grudge for what? You're basically sprinkling salt in your wound. When time time heals all wounds, yes, but also God does too. He has to be in the mix. You can't just have one without the other. Okay? Forgiveness is hard, yes, but it's not impossible. It takes day by day. Once you know that you are forgiven, that's why Jesus was sacrificed on that cross. He died at the age of 33. Our father sacrificed his son because of our sins. We are forgiven, okay? All of the negative things that we do, all of the sins, all of the cursing, all of the whatever it is. Jesus has already died for that. We are already forgiven for our sins. So if Jesus has forgiven us for our sins, why aren't you forgiving other people for theirs or the ones that they have committed towards you, whether they know it or not? You have to be the bigger person, and I don't just mean in wait. You have to be the bigger person because when God is working through your life, you don't have to sit here all day and be like, Ooh, God got me. Ooh, God's so good. Ooh, yeah. No, 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 no. Because honestly, if God is really in your life as you say he is, you don't have to speak it. People can see it. That's why when I pray, and there's also gonna be a segment today, it's called uh Pray for Power excuse me. Pray with power. Because if you're praying you have to put might behind that. You can't just talk like it's like you know what I'm saying? You can't just talk like oh, I want this, I want that. That's not what prayer is about. That's how it used to be. I used to be, I'm not going to hold you. I used to pray. I used to pray all the time, sitting here, giving God commands, telling him what I want. But as time goes on, like I told you, I want to say in season one, I talked about it. I switched it up. When it comes to meditating, when it comes to meditating, I actually let him pray for maybe five minutes if that say my prayers and when i pray i really don't ask for tangible things i ask for things that people cannot see i don't ask for materialistic things i ask for things that are going to help me bring his word to you i ask for patience peace wisdom knowledge kindness all of that because those are things that you can't buy those are things that god is going to give you because guess what if you pray if you, pray for, um, if you pray to the Most High and you ask him for things, you may get those things and they'll be gone just like that. But if you ask for qualities that will be able to prosper whatever he blesses you with, then you cook him with grease. <music> Hey, Chosen Vessel, God wanted me to relay this message to you real quick. So this is just going to come from the book of Genesis chapter 49, verses 22 through 27, all right? So this is talking about on account of Joseph, all right? If you have not read that book, or if you have not read the scripture, or you keep hearing about it, I know um, in my first season... I remember doing an excerpt uh, uh, episode on Joseph, all right? It's called, It's Your Joseph Season. I would love for you to go back and take a listen to that. So I'm going to read it real quick. All right, Genesis 49, we're going to start at 22, all right? It's all going to come together. Just stay with me, all right? Joseph is a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a spring whose branches run over the wall. The archers bitterly attacked him. They shot at him and hated him. But his bow remained firm. His arms were agile because of the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. Glory be to God. Because of the shepherd, the rock of Israel. Because of the God of your Father who will help you, and by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings from heaven above, blessings from the deep that lies beneath, the blessings of the breast and the womb. The blessings of your Father have surpassed the blessings of my Father's up to the utmost bound of everlasting hills. Listen, chosen vessel, this one's for you. They will be on the head of Joseph, and on the crown of the head of him who was set apart from his eyes brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf, but in the morning he devised the prey, and at night he devised the spoil. So if you go back to verse 26 at the end, it says, and on the crown of the head of him who was set apart from his brothers, okay? Basically, if you don't know, you can actually, I remember watching it on Tubi. If you type in uh, Joseph King of Dreams, it is an fun and you can if you have children or even for you you can go ahead and watch joseph king of dreams because i loved it because it actually broke it down all right it's animated so it's fun all around we're all kids at heart right so joseph if you don't know joseph was the king of dreams you know he was always different he was always set apart and his brothers were joseph that you know uh his father jacob always 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 looked at Joseph as this prized possession, which he was. You know, his brothers were the hard-working ones, you know. Um, And to talk about it, you got Asher, Dan, uh, Issachar, who else? Uh, Zebulun, Judah, and I think that's it. Don't quote me on that. But, yeah, if you go and watch it, his brothers despised joseph because joseph was blessed see joseph always wanted to go on the field joseph always wanted to be with his brothers he wanted to be treated as normal but his brothers saw that oh he's this special one you know he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth because guess what joseph was the king of dreams he could interpret dreams that means chosen vessel this is for you Chosen one, you have been set apart from your brothers, aka you've been set apart from the world, you've been set apart, alright? So that's why your afflictions are always good for you. As you can see, it says the archers attacked him but his bow remained firm. That means that even though the archers attacked him with arrows, and they tried to puncture his flesh, it did not work because the glory of God was on his side. If you go and watch the movie, you see that, um, after that, you know, they plotted to have Joseph killed because they got tired of it. They got tired of, oh, Joseph this and Joseph that, and why, did, why can't he come out on the field? And that's the thing about it. People misinterpret us chosen ones, okay? They misinterpret us. You know how I know? Because we want to be normal chosen one we want to be treated like everybody else we don't like to be casted out we don't like to be secluded from everybody we just want to fit in deep down inside we know we don't fit in so the people from the outside looking in the normal people are like oh why did why why is he or she blessed with this oh i did this why did not i get this what are they doing why are they so special that's exactly how joseph was treated by his brothers his his uh, his brothers sold him off into slavery because they felt like they would have even more favoritism with jacob jacob was blind well he was either blind or he was going blind either way his eyesight was messed up and his 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 son tried to play him. He said, Yes, I'm i I'm old in age, baby, but I'm I'm wise. You know, I'm not dumb, I'm just old. So I just say all that to say this. This is a powerful scripture. You are being set apart from everyone else, so don't take that lightly. Okay, it is a big responsibility, but God has already placed it inside of you. Being a chosen one is not a choice, but Following his destiny that he has for you is. Hey, chosen vessel, like I promised, I said that I was going to give y'all a little help on praying with power, okay? Before I say anything, okay, I want to start by saying that to pray with power, you must have faith, okay? You cannot pray and expect these miracles so to speak to happen if you're not praying you have to pray consistently as well all right Pr- praying and just putting something up in the air is not gonna it's not gonna get it done all right sorry for the noise i had to move my speaker so i'm just gonna give you a few scriptures to back it up and then i'm going to help you on how to pray all right so the first thing is this all right prayer moves your faith into into not only the physical realm, it moves your faith into the spiritual realm. So, like I say all the time, when you pray and when you talk to God and when you manifest, things happen in the spiritual realm first. All right? And then they'll come down into the physical realm. So, for you for for your prayers to be answered and your prayers to be tangible and for you to see results, one must have faith and you must believe. If you pray and be like, Lord, help Lord, please let me win the lottery, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay? What have you done to put into the lottery? What what are you doing now that's not helping you win the lottery? And when the lottery you have to oh, and that's another thing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You have to be specific. You can't be like, Lord, bless me the car. Okay, let's say if you're not picky, that's fine, but you can be like, Okay, perfect. It was a, uh, um, it was, I got this from an actual Medea play. And she was saying how, you know, when you pray, you had to be specific because I think it was, I could do bad. All, yep, I could do bad all by myself. I think it was. Don't quote me. Um, send me a voice message for confirmation. But she was like, You pray for a nice, loving, sensitive man. And that's what she got. He played for the other team. He was gay. Okay? So when it comes to, especially your spouse. You know, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And not only that, you have to to pray for your prayers to manifest into the physical. You have to not only believe, but you have to prepare and position yourself for your prayer. All right, you can't be like, ooh, Lord, bless me with this, and you're in Timbuktu somewhere. Okay, same thing with the spouse. When it comes to the spouse that you want, be very specific. But you have to make sure that everything else is in line. Okay, you can't be at the club every weekend and you know, be on these data sites and stuff like that, and be like, oh, Lord, please send me, I want this, he gotta do this, and the measurements that we don't have, oh, Lord, that's another, that's another episode for another time, but let's get back to the thing, all right, so, um, the first thing I'm gonna hit y'all with is the observation, all right, prayer energizes the synergy, okay, which is your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit as one, and, It helps you. It helps you through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, a lot of people don't understand the difference between God, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a separate webisode on the teachings of it. All right. I actually got it from Michael Todd. But, um, the Holy Spirit. Okay. Basically, it was funny. He was saying, thank you. He was like, um,. God and Jesus, they too appear to be down here with us, okay? They've done a, They've already done their work, all right? They've done everything they were supposed to do. So that's why they send the Holy Spirit, all right? The Holy Spirit can get down and dirty, honey. So that is why we pray to the Holy Spirit. Now, of course, you can pray to Jesus, of course, but you always want to seal your prayers in Jesus' name. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right, so the first scripture that I want to take a look at is Ephesians, all right? And it's going to come from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. So give me one second. Let me flip to it. All right. If you have your Bible, I would love for you to join. If you don't, just be attentive, attentive honey, and listen. All right. Almost there. Don't give up on me yet. All right. So Ephesians three sixteen reads as such. All right. <clears throat> well, we'll start at 15 because I really don't like chopping my scriptures in half. I don't like that. Neither does God. All right. So it says, From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would give you according to the riches of his glory. Power to be strengthened by his spirit and the inner man. Okay? I want to go on. And that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you've been rooted and grounded in love. May, excuse me, you be able... To comprehend with all saints what is breadth and length and depth, the height, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So basically, prayer, like I said, faith without works is dead. Once again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But when it comes to prayer, you have to pray for things as a manifestation. You have to pray. You have to manifest. You have to speak. You have to do your affirmations every single day as if it's already done. When you pray and you send that prayer up, don't keep repeating it over and over again. I had to... God had to whoop me about that too but it made me feel better because when I used to pray I used to pray the same I used to always thank him over and over and over for the things that he's done in the past which is good but you know as time goes on you want new blessings you want new prayers and God has already did the thing so I don't have to say thank you once you say thank you that once and once you ask once you ask him for something once that's all it takes do not keep repeating it okay he does not like that he hears you all right and what you must be consistent. That's the thing. You can't think, oh my gosh, my rent is due. I got a speeding ticket. I don't know who this is for, but my rent is due. I got a speeding ticket. I don't know how I'm going to get this extra $100 Lord. Please, you pray. He gives you, he blesses you with uh what you desire and maybe even more. You know, and you just go back to your normal living. You stop praying, okay? That means that don't use God like you use men. Don't use God like you use these women out here, okay? He's a whole different kind of realm so don't play with him like that you cannot tease him with okay lord i'm gonna do this thank you so much lord if you do this then i'll do this don't always say that when you are in a tight spot all right he does not like that same thing with that let's say what if he blessed you and you promised to do what you did you promised to do something you didn't do it then what Okay, he may not alter that situation he already blessed, but he may mess with something else that's even greater that might impact you. God will do whatever he needs to do to get your attention. Trust me, I know. All right, so the second verse is going to come from Matthew 6, 6. All right, if you turn turn with me. Give me one second, y'all. See, this is live and direct. This is real, okay? You get the Bible and all. All right, so this the second verse um, is going to come from Matthew chapter six, verse six. Okay, and I want to read seven too. Okay, it reads, "But you, when you pray, enter your closet, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. But when you pray, do not use vain repetitions, ooh, like I just said, as the heathens do." For they think that they will be heard for their much speaking. That means you think that when you repeat stuff over and over, you think it's going to happen? No, he's probably going to push it back even more. Stop repeating yourself. And prayer is one of those things where you have to do it. To know how to pray, you have to pray. Okay? You may sound crazy or you may, excuse me, you may feel crazy. All right? But God can feel your heart. He knows your heart. He made you. All right? He knows what's going on. He knows what's going on in your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Just talk to him. He's there for you. When it comes to praying, you may even say, Lord, thank you for this day. And you may pause and be like, dang, where should I start? Just start. Let your heart do the talking. Kind of, when it comes to your prayer, kind of put yourself in the back, okay? Put yourself in the back and let your Holy Spirit, let your heart open up and tell him your desires. Thank him, but don't boss him around and tell him what to do, all right? And then, um, do not be like them. For your Father knows what things you have. Ooh, yes, God already knows what you need before you ask for it, so don't keep repeating it, all right? Um. So basically, I will add on some more scriptures, but I just want to say those because those pack punch, all right? To activate your results, you must pray consistently. Like I said, consistent prayer releases the power of God's blessing on your life and all of its circumstances. So once you consistently pray, God is like, oh, got her... Oh, got him. All right, he prayed for today. Let me see what he talked about. All right, let me see. Well, what he, he made, you know what I'm saying? He's basically, he's the judge. And he wants to make sure that you get what you asked for. But faith without works is dead. You must do the work. All right, so the next verse is going to come from Hebrews eleven six, And it reads as such. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him diligence and consistency is going to get you what you want, okay? It's going to get you what you desire, but you, won, you must work for it, you must have faith, and you must believe. If you sit sitting there praying, like, oh, Lord, I don't know if you're going to do this for me now, but I'm going to try. It doesn't work like that. The next verse to help you in prayer is going to come from the book of James, chapter 4, verse 2, and it reads as such. You lust and do not have, so you kill. You desire to have and cannot obtain i just said that remember what i just said about the lottery or you know you ask for something but you're not in position or you know he blesses you what you want you desire to have something but you can't keep it same thing with the lottery oh yes you fight and war yet you do not have because you do not ask so that means that if you do all those things or You have not because you ask not. If you don't ask God, yes, he knows what you need. But to bring it into the physical realm, see, God knows what you need in the spirit. But to bring it into the physical realm, you must tap into that Holy Spirit so that he can help you along with it. All right, y'all. So this is the last but not least, all right? And this is how I want you to apply, all right? When you pray... Go into your quiet space, all right? Whatever that is, whether it's your car, your closet, I don't know, your job, wherever you can get that quiet space that you kind of slow your mind down, that'll help you as well so that you can hear him, all right? Unleash whatever is on your mind, your heart, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Yes, God knows that into the spirit. He knows that, but like I said, vice versa, you have to bring that into the physical realm. All right? Whether it's pain, hurt, depression, agony, suicide, smoking, drinking, addictions, anything of that. So the last verse I want to introduce, all right, is going to come from the book of James uh, 5.16. Okay? And it reads as such, Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. And one thing I learned, too, is that, let's say if... Let's say if your child's father isn't in your oh shoot that scared me. <sighs> it was a leaf outside the car. Look here, I just see something moving. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm ready to go. But anyway, um, what was, what was that? Oh yeah, let's say if your child's father does not help you with your child at all. All right, so that means that instead of, of course, pray for, of course, your child, but pray for or vice versa if if your if your child's mother isn't in your child's life. All right. Pray, pray for that other person, but do not necessarily go into detail. I just learned that not not too long ago, because I was sit there for out not hours, but meant like a lot of minutes praying for other people and leaving myself last. No, when you pray for somebody else, pray that they seek the Most High. Okay pray for that. Pray that they can seek God so that they can follow. Pray for God to order their steps and let it go, because God is going to do what he wants to do anyway. It doesn't really matter, okay? You're just kind of putting that into motion. I hope these nuggets have helped you. I hope you look up these scriptures, and if you can't, they're audible. chosen one i hope that this nugget of information finds you beautifully blessed and bodacious so have you ever been stuck in your own mind and your thoughts just run 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 and run yes you write them down yes you may even start a blog but you want to get your voice out there literally i would love to connect with you chosen one i want to hear what you're thinking either whether it's about weather politics or i prefer the most high but anything that you want to talk about is just fine I would love to hear your inputs, your opinions, comments, questions, ideas, concerns, anything and everything up under the sun. All you have to do is phone in. Step one, download the Anchor app in your Play Store or your App Store. So once you do that, go ahead and type in, of course, one chosen one in your search bar and then type in the voice messages or click the link in the description. I love you chosen one. I can't wait to hear for you. Let's connect. Bless.